Before I really get started with this episode, I want to say that I'm a little bit in a silly, goofy mood today. And that's because I decided that today is going to be a really good day and I'm going to make it a good day. And it's a choice for me to make if I want to be happy or depressed. No, no bitch. Today is not a day to be sad. The sun is shining. It just feels so good to oh, have such warm weather. Anyways, moving on. I'm going to start off with a little introduction for anyone who is new here. So welcome or welcome back to my podcast slash YouTube channel. My name is Anna. I am 24 years old. Currently at this moment, I do not have a Spotify or an Apple podcast just because I am playing around with everything and just putting it on YouTube. When the time comes, which will probably be soon, I I will put all my podcast episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts for you guys to just listen because I'm sure that not many of you guys have time to just sit and watch a video. So I feel like it's more accessible and convenient to everybody else who just wants to listen while they're doing something else. I'm very excited for today's podcast episode because you guys know me, I love to trauma dump and it's just something that I can release and be able to almost put this into a virtual diary where I can talk about things without feeling any type of judgment. So for anyone who's watching, you guys are the ones not to judge me and I'm not the ones to judge you guys. So it's almost like this is a secret platform or a virtual diary that you come across that you just can't share with anyone because it's just between you and I. And if you guys don't know what this podcast is all about, it's honestly about anything and everything. I want this to be a safe space for everybody. And I truly want to be your comfort person. If you may be going through something or just in need of a friend or whatever it could be, you can always come back and watch my videos and make it seem like we're best friends in real life. We are gonna be talking about what it was like for me to move out of a toxic household, how I got by and how to thrive when you do move out. Because even if you live in a toxic household, you still have that emotional attachment where you almost don't want to let go of these people because it seems like you need them. And that's how I felt for the most part. And it was really hard for me to change my thought process when I did move out because I should be happy that I did move out of a toxic household and get out of this horrible environment that made my mental health depleted. I will say to be in a household where there was food on the table, you get to have your own room, have your groceries paid for, no bills to pay. Honestly, nothing you had to pay yourself unless it was something that you wanted. And I was pretty thankful for that. But on the mental side of things, it was chaotic. But when you felt like your home wasn't actually a place to call home and it was just a house to you, that's where you kind of draw the line. Well, I guess for me. Love can be described in many different terms, but the type of love I knew wasn't the type of love I wanted. At this time, I didn't really know what it was like to be treated as a normal child or to even have like a normal relationship with my parents. I was always being compared to and I was not treated good enough. Why I talk about these things is because I know so many of you guys can relate. Lots of you guys found me through lots of videos of me talking about moving out of a toxic household or just having toxic parents 
toxic families and you guys didn't know how to deal with it so you guys messaged me and for you guys to be just inspired about the things that I've gone through and knowing that you guys can relate this is why I do what I do because I can inspire and motivate you guys in a way where it doesn't have to be like this I know this is going to sound crazy but what I think hurt the most was being mentally abused rather than being physically abused I think when you get told many times of I am the reason why blah 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 it affects you long term and it affects you feeling very confused and feeling guilty for just being who you were and trying to understand what you were going through. At this point, I asked myself, who was I able to trust when I wasn't able to trust anyone at all? And I couldn't run away from my problems because I really wanted to figure this shit out. And the only way to do that is if I had someone to talk to. Literally every day there was constant bickering, slammed doors, shit being thrown at me, or even a belt, hanger, slipper hitting me. It was a constant battle and I was never in the right even though there was a little bit of an argument that I know I was, I was the one that had more logical sense to be right, I was always talked about in the family and I still am talked about in this family to this day. I remember when I was a teenager, it seems like it was just yesterday that this happened, but sometimes I would try to sleep in the whole day or even sleep till the next day because I was just so tired of everything and I had no motivation to do anything. I would even skip meals just so I wasn't around my family and I feel like this is very personal to say but this is a safe space for the both of us and for the people that are listening or watching there is some type of connection that we do have and I think it's just safe for me to trust you guys and being able to open up like this it's made me realize there's just so many of you guys that also have helped me in some way or another I've never been diagnosed with anything but I feel like I know there is something wrong with me like not just the simple anxiety or ADHD that everybody has but there's probably some sort of attachment or some type of disability I have no fucking idea but I just like swear because of what I may have is definitely something from all my trauma maybe I should get checked out maybe I shouldn't I don't know but at least I'm very aware of I am not the one to blame and I cannot blame myself for being in situations that I had no control over. As I grew up, I have been noticing that I cry literally over anything and whether it's just me watching a TV show or, you know, me seeing a dog on the side of the street limping because they only have like three legs. I start tearing up even though if that dog could have been happy and I just think of like the worst possible situations or just feeling bad about something that has nothing to do with me. I don't know if you guys are in the same boat, but I've I've been really able to overcome this situation and know my worth, but I used to say sorry all the time. I used to apologize to anyone when it wasn't even my fault or I had no control over the situation because I thought maybe if I say sorry, it'll fix all problems and they don't have to worry about it anymore because they knew it was my fault when it really wasn't i just said sorry and i finally have come to the point where i can't keep saying sorry for things that had nothing to do with me okay here's the tea guys here's the tea i think i already mentioned this but i don't think a lot of people know i actually did run away from home a few times well i guess i've tried because every time that i tried to run away i always got caught and I knew I wanted to run away for a reason and it wasn't because like, oh my gosh, like I hate my parents. I just need to run away for a night. Like, no, I fucking wanted to like dip. 
I wanted to leave and start off a new chapter even though I was probably like 15 and I did this because I wanted to just be happy I wanted my mental health just to be at an all-time high and who the fuck would think of this when they're at such a young age like thinking about their own happiness I should be happy at that age being a kid and being with friends hanging out with friends and loving life but I fucking hated my teenage years and even though there were some good times I cannot tell you like I remember all of them because I remember mostly all the trauma rather than all the good times that happened. And I told you guys briefly from the last few episodes of my podcast, but when I actually did run away, or I guess I just never came home, I was 16 and I just started dating Brayden and we really didn't know much about each other. When I was scared to go home, I had to tell him like everything of why my parents treated me the way they did or like why my family is toxic as can be and why I just didn't want to go home. So when he asked why, because he was supposed to drop me off and make sure I was going home that night because he knew I had a curfew, but he didn't know that my parents were strict and how my whole family was just toxic. I told him everything and then he got so furious because he didn't realize how bad I had it and he just wanted to do everything for me to get me out of this situation and his family has done so much for me but if I didn't tell them anything that was going on I would still be mentally ill and I wouldn't know how to deal with my own problems and people who are still in their early 20s or even at my age they have no idea what, what the fuck to do and they're still living at home trust me trust me things will get better. It's just like, if I didn't do anything about this situation, I wouldn't have taken my own responsibility and become like my own independent person. Let me tell you, I was honestly contemplating about getting emancipated. And if you guys don't know what that means, technically means that your parents don't have authority over you anymore, even before you turn 18. So if I were to get emancipated like by Brayden's family, I would technically be Brayden's sibling. And it's just funny because we always talk about this. If that were to actually happen, me and him would be siblings, but it's just funny because like that almost came to the point where I had to do that. But some things didn't really change even when I did move back home. And I don't think anything ever changes if you actually move out of your toxic household for good because nothing will ever change because the environment will stay the same. There's not much of a routine that you can do because you're not living on your own terms. And so when I really got into personal development, self-development and learning how to free myself and be my own person is when I started listening to Gary Vaynerchuk and Jay Shetty and this was probably back in 2016 2017 so this was a long time that I've been listening to these people but anyways Gary Vaynerchuk once said you will never have control or do anything you want in life if your parents are paying for everything if I'm able to pay for everything myself my parents had no control over me but here's the thing even though if you are the one that still had to pay for everything living at home and you still live under their roof there are still some rules and your boundaries will still be crossed so that really stuck with me though what he said really stuck with me so during this time i literally saved up every penny and even though i didn't have a job for the most part, I would have like these part-time jobs or a job that I wouldn't really keep for a certain amount of time. I would still try and save up every penny and my parents were still giving me money even though I was still living at home. But when this happens, you become so reliant on them. And I think that was maybe their intention. I don't know. 
But when you think of it, when they still have everything in control with them giving you stuff, you become so dependent on them. And it wasn't that easy to move out. Like I felt like something inside of me was saying that I still needed them and not needing them in like a loving way where, oh, I'm going to miss them so much. It's more of like, I'm so dependent on you. I don't know what to do if I don't live with you guys anymore. It was that type of thing. When you become so familiar with a situation, especially it being your whole life, you don't don't want change. And when I told them I was planning to move out in a couple of months, they didn't believe me one bit. They would just laugh it off and think, oh, you would never move out, that type of thing. And that's more of like a type of thing where they're trying to manipulate you in that way where thinking that you need them. You're not going to move out because you still need me. So when the time came around of me moving out, that's when it really hit them. And that's when it really hit me because I'm like, this is the moment this is the time where I'm actually stepping into a new chapter of my life and being with the person I love the most without them having no say anymore. And even though there was a lot of gossip around my family saying that I moved out, it was a whole nother thing with them saying it was stupid of me to move out. And here we are two years later. So if this is you trying to figure out a way to move out of your toxic household, I am living proof right now where it's gonna be okay. Everything is going to turn out how you want it to be because moving out was the best thing that's ever happened to me. Not only because it's made me become responsible and independent, but also I've never been any happier with where I am with my mental health. So with this being said, and you know, all of the things that I have said about the arguments you have with your parents and all the toxic environments that you think that would last forever, it does change. And I promise you the day that you move out, even though it takes some time for you to adjust, that will be the day where you can reset your whole entire relationship with your parents because I never thought it was possible. And I heard it all the time, like when you move out of your own household, dealing with toxic situations, your relationship with your parents is going to turn a lot better than you think it will. And even after a few months of me moving out, it wasn't easy because my parents weren't adjusted to the situation and I also wasn't adjusted because I was still in that same environment in my head. I was so tired of hearing it and I told myself life is going to change and I will genuinely feel happy about the situation. So when I made that switch, I started setting boundaries for myself. You just learn how to flourish on your own. And the best part about this is, is that you will feel so proud of yourself knowing that you can pay your own bills, you pay for your groceries, you pay for your own car payments, you pay for everything else that you've just been wanting, but it also comes with hard work. I'm not saying that you should move out, but you should also come with a plan when doing so. So this is a tip for you guys who want to move out but don't know where to begin, is that you need to have a plan. Nothing will come easy if you don't have a plan. If you have the urge to move out, but you don't have enough money, you can always find a job. It doesn't have to be the job that you have to keep for a lifetime, but find a job in the meantime so it will keep you afloat. Know your minimum budget for your rent, utilities, gas, and other payments you may have. For me, I saved up enough money where I was able to move out, but I still found myself a part-time job so I can make sure that I maintain and still have the money that I did save up. I was also able to generate income online. So you guys know this generation is all about the internet and it's moving into high technology already. So find a way to make money online. I'm not gonna tell you, oh, 
this is how you make money online because there's so many fucking ways and I'm not going to give you an ebook and tell you how to because if there's something that you've always wanted to do as like a little side hustle or sell something that you know that could make money or something that you're creative enough to to sell something of your own that you created there's so many ways to generate income online and that's what helped me because without doing the thing that I am doing right now through social media I don't think I would be able to get through unless I find a job but I think that is my last option because I just am miserable when I am working for someone else I don't want my life to be like that so I have to find a way if I want to work for myself and be able to work from home I need to find a fucking way and that was also another thing I was also in so many arguments of my family saying like what you're doing through YouTube through Instagram or TikTok or whatever like that's just a little side gig you need a stable income job and although that is true where you need something stable anyone that you work for can replace you within seconds if you're not doing a good job or they don't like you whatever the issue may be they can fire you instantly or you know they just don't want you working for that job anymore so anything could happen and the best way to do it is just have passive income where you're not having to do so much work because you're generating some type of revenue that doesn't take much effort and you have so many other types of incomes where money's coming in and you don't have to worry about one certain income. So I had to put all this belief in myself and knowing that I can fucking do this. If I want to make things happen, I am going to do what I need to do to get there. But let me tell you something, because even though you have moved out or you are planning to move out and it may be like the best decision ever, like I said earlier, there are some things that come to play with it. So when you start living alone or living with someone, you're going to realize that all your responsibilities are within you. But that also comes with building your own independence. You are the decision maker in the house. It really makes you aware of how much you should be spending or how much you should be saving because no one can tell you what to do anymore, not even your parents. So you learn to adapt in these situations and you're not always going to get what you want. So for example, you don't have enough toilet paper, so you have to drive all the way to the grocery store to get some. You can't wear your favorite shirt because it's in the washer, so you have to find another shirt to wear. Even these little nitty gritty things that you may not come across, oh, they're gonna come across and you'll have to find ways to deal with that. But with this being said, you have more self-respect for yourself and I have learned to use my alone time very diligently because I never used to have that at home. But now that I have all the time in the world to be doing what I want because I work from home, like I have all of this time to focus on myself. And Brayden's at work, he's not in the house. But what this also means is that if I'm gonna be in the house 24 seven and just going to the gym and then coming back, I have to make sure that the house is clean. I need to make sure that the dishes are washed because not only does it benefit him, but it benefits me because I'm gonna be the one near all of this surroundings. And if my space is not clean and there's clutter everywhere, what makes you think that your mind is not cluttered as well? And yes, there could be times where you feel lonely being at home by yourself, and feeling like you need company. But personally for me, I don't feel lonely because I, I was able to adapt in a way where my alone time is what I cherish the most and what I do in my spare time really comes down to what hobbies I do for myself to keep me busy and not just sitting on my ass watching Netflix because then you really go down a spiral. You ask yourself questions like, oh, so is this what it's like living by yourself? And clearly like I don't live by myself, but in the morning, during 
during the day, sometimes in the evening, I'm alone and I have my dog with me, but you just have to learn to adapt to these new situations that you've never really dealt with. And I just have so many types of different hobbies that I do at home. Like this is my little spiritual creative art space area. And I'm so glad I made it this way because it was going to turn into a dining room area, which I'm so happy it did not. What I have in this room is a piano. I can paint, I can read. I have this egg chair to do some journaling or read or just like hang out. And then I have a bookshelf here where I have like my tarot cards, my oracle cards. I just got this new thing. It's called a DIY house. I'm very excited for that because it's something that's time consuming and it's not on my phone where I just live off my phone because I work from my phone and on my laptop. It's good to be able to do something else rather than something you're so used to. So create like a very valuable space in your home where you can hang out and it's your little safe space. Oh, I have some plants in here so I can water them every single day. I am planning to invest in a little pottery wheel so I can do pottery, but I will have to eventually book a pottery class before I even get anything because I don't want to make a mess in here and everything goes downhill from here. Just always making sure that you're learning and keeping your brain moving being creative in ways that you didn't think you would ever be and just learning how to be by yourself and find solitude in that. So to end it off with a little outro with this moving out of a toxic household podcast episode, from the two years of me moving out, I've come to realize that as I'm growing up, my parents are getting older. Even though there are some things that I can't change within my family that I still have to deal with to this day and being around a toxic environment I have to do my own inner work to be able to change that mindset and know that you know I am not the black sheep of the family I am not a burden to the family or like I am not the one to blame of why I did things that I did and it's just time to grow up so just moving out has helped me to appreciate my parents more and understand why they did the things they did maybe it wasn't their intention and maybe it wasn't their intention to damage me maybe it was tough love i wouldn't say so but i just think it was because of how they were raised and they didn't know how to raise me differently other than how they got raised so maybe that was just a normal occurrence to them so they wanted to pass along that type of generation to the kids they have. But knowing in my heart, the way I will treat my future kids is not the way my parents would treat me because I would just pass along that generational trauma that I didn't want in the first place. So when I do have kids, there is no way in fucking hell that I would make them go through with what I went through. And as much as it hurt me with how they treated me, I'm surprised I only cried once. Or I guess I'm surprised I only teared up once because I thought I would fucking be emotional with this podcast episode, but I've just learned so much and was just able to grow so much from these past few years. So if you are dealing with a situation like this right now, your time will be up with dealing with this type of trauma because now I hope this podcast has helped you that you can change your own perspective, your own mindset and learn to have your own set of boundaries even when you do live at home because as much as I didn't have my personal space, every day I fought and fought just to keep living and go on about my day because if you have the chance now to 
get a job, whatever it could be. Just do it so you can save up and be able to move out because you're never going to go anywhere if you don't have the financial stability and in my case, it was very different because even though that I did get money from them every now and then without asking and they just kept giving and giving and giving, you will never be independent. So in a situation like that, it was really hard for me to be my own person and not be so reliant on them. That's when you think everything is normal and that's how it should be because it is not. So I'm proud of you. I'm proud of myself and I'm so happy that you are here today just listening and watching my podcast because even if it just makes a difference in one person who watches me, that's all I want. When I create content, when I talk about these vulnerable things and when I put myself out like this, it comes from the heart and it's something that just motivates me to keep being better and to inspire others and to just share my journey. I do read your guys's DMs. It's not being unseen. So I just want to say like, I appreciate you guys so much. I think each and every one of you that watches my videos and follows me on all my other social media platforms just to support me and watch me grow as a person. I can't thank you guys enough. And I don't have a big following. Like I have a very small following as of right now, but even though I manifest to have a big audience one day, I want that audience to actually know me for me and not just following me because I just want it to be a different vibe. I just want to be a different influence. It's not the same if I were to be the same person as someone else online and trying to be someone I'm not. I just want to be my own person. I want to be reminded of a motivated person for you or for someone. And I don't know, I'm just going on a tangent now, but I adore you guys. I love you guys. And I just want to thank you guys again for all the loving messages that I do get and everything. Spotify and Apple podcast coming soon. You guys need to help me find some ways to name my podcast or if I'm just putting it as my name because I don't know what to do when it comes to this stuff and might just need your guys' expertise. Thank you for being here today and I will see you guys next week.